Pro streamer indeed. Um, don't I'm gonna bring this a little bit closer so people can actually hear me. No, I'm not bringing it this close because then it's just dangerous. I hear myself. Where do I have my stream up? I'm not bringing it this close because then it's just dangerous. I hear myself. Where do I have my stream up? Ah, oh, this is great quality. Do they even see this screen? No. Why do I still hear myself? Do they even see this? Oh, it's coming from Dead Seepo's mic. I think. Yep, I just switched it over. Okay. Um, they don't see the um. Why? All black. Oh God. <laughs> give it, give, give it just a second. We're having some technical issues. No, why he's trying to capture Tarkov? Tarkov is not insane to capture. Um, and this is what happens when we try to start on time. Hey, it's okay. You oh. see my stream. They never <laughs> okay. I, I think you guys can see us now. Right? Yes. OBS. Yes. There we are. <laughs> there. Uh, I can see plenty of OBS. All right. Well, <laughs> you can start us off then like you wanted to. <sighs> Welcome back to episode two. We have a uh, a new guest this time, Mr. Dead Seapool himself. Me. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, Pool? I'm doing good, bud. How are you? <laughs> good. Rex, how are you doing aside from uh, some of the usuals that we've talked about uh, off stream and stuff like that? I, I love being sick. <laughs> that That's great. <laughs> that almost sounded truthful. Believable. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah. <clears throat> He's all the way up. I can't turn him up higher. Give me a second. I'll turn my volume in. That works too. Is that a little bit better? Don't worry, we're a professional podcast here. <laughs> hey, I'm just the guy on the damn camera. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> so I don't know what it does. Sweet <laughs> fair. Um. <laughs> For those that don't know, I'm going to let Rex take over the announcement here. All right. So Asylum Mars is now officially on Spotify. So if you've ever missed an episode, you can just go to the Spotify link that everyone so I'll, Oh, it popped up. Never mind. It's right there. Hey. Yeah, hey. That's Talk a good about punch. it and it appears. <laughs> All can't, right. Can't, can't get the podcast <laughs> cast up on time, but we can sure as hell get Spotify up. Uh, apparently, uh, I, I timed that well. I'm going to pretend I timed it, at least. <laughs> it was all planned. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There's the Spotify link. <laughs> so be sure to check it out. To watch episode one with Mad Viking King. There we go. Brett's a good guy. Yeah, he is. And in the charity so... of this podcast today is Shellback Tech again. Once again, shout by tech. Dead Seepo, yes, if you like to talk about it a little bit. Absolutely. So Shellback Tech is a 501c charity. Um, they build custom uh, PCs for uh, disabled veterans and first responders at absolutely no cost. Um, these things are personalized um, to the streamer or, or the recipient. Um, they can be used for anything from, from gaming to streaming to, you know, uh, even just your basic desktop. You know, somebody... 
shit, you know, wants a, a high a high end computer to play solitaire. You know, it goes to them free of charge. I mean, I I stand behind them, I follow them, um, I support them. Hell, I was even a recipient of them. Um, so that's that's where I'd like to see it go to. Like we've we've uh, both uh, Dead Seepool and I know quite a few veterans that have been recipients of Shellback Tech. Absolutely. Uh, myself included as a later recipient um that completely blew me out of the water on how i ended up actually getting my pc because i <laughs> didn't intend to actually win said raffle hey you know what take it <laughs> take it just take it and run <clears throat> and i'm pretty sure it blew him i'm pretty sure it blew shell back out of the water too when he oh, saw I'm my sure name come across the screen <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely because i think uh I had maybe three different computer issues in 2021. Mm -hmm. You did. know, uh, late April, early May, my motherboard went out. Right. I remember that. Ice ended up, ended up buying me a new motherboard. Oh, shit. That's cool. Um, because, you know, I didn't need a $300 motherboard like some people were thinking, but. All <laughs> right. It's like, look, I needed a motherboard to get the computer back up and running and down the line a few more months. Yep. <laughs> and then look what happened. You ended up winning a monster of a PC. Yeah, nope. that I'm scared if anything... I, I won't... I, yeah, if anything breaks... That is... <laughs> <laughs> it was a... <laughs> well, what I, I can't even was... explain it, Vic. I can't even explain it, Vic. He has a fair point, though. No. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks like he's got a legitimate complaint. <laughs> I mean, that's, Vic, that's why that's why I said be right back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Vic did buy the guy his PC, so it, it makes sense. Or build it, but not even buy build. You know, I've been using I've been using this new computer since uh, late last year, right? And it's it's been surprising me every every turn oh yeah well i mean the specs what it's a thread ripper right yeah thread ripper like what 30 39 uh 3970x no, is it is it 30 or or 64 64 64 with a an rtx card yeah dude um you probably haven't even tapped into what its potential is yet <laughs> nope and i no. don't even think you will be able to over and I still exactly and I still and i still have the four monitors Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my capture card now works, so you well, know that's a good thing. It's <laughs> always a good thing. Twenty seventy super. Uh, you're founders, be, you're beating edition. both of mine. My my streaming rig is a sixteen sixty Ti, and the uh, the rig that Shellback uh, built for me is a ten eighty Ti from his personal rig. Yeah, because you had some issues. No, Didn't he you? did. Uh, that was when his computer died um, in the middle of my build. And um, I actually contacted Travis and was like, just take the parts from mine and, and get yours up and running. Um, you know, obviously his PC is way more important than me being able to play fucking Valheim or, or Escape from Tarkov or Destiny or any of those other games that I like to dick around with. So, um, yeah, speaking of... It uh, speaking of games, you know... Uh, the three of us come from very different gaming backgrounds. Uh, True. That is very fair. 
I'm old enough to remember, you know, Pong, so let's not fucking mention that shit. I am not. <laughs> well. <sighs> so what, I'm going to okay, rephrase let ask, this. Let me, let me ask you this. What was your first game that you can remember? Oh. I, the name's on the tip of my tongue, but I know what system it's on. It's a Mario game on the NES. Wow, the NES? I'm, I'm leaving. I'm fucking old. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, if it makes you feel any better, my first console was a PS1 and PS2. <laughs> you see this, pool? I hate it here. <laughs> he, he just made... You know, I'm I'm younger than you, and he made me feel old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so my first the, the the games that I remember my first two was Pong, and Combat, and that was on the original Atari. I played both of those. So yeah. I'm I, uh, Rex. I know you sent me the the questions. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, a little bit ahead of time. But we can um, go off topic in topic. I don't care. <laughs> I'll just so you guys this, know. This, I didn't this get first any one ahead of time. This first one is is it's going to be kind of a two part. Okay. Uh, uh, as as most people that know Paul know know he was in the Navy. So, mm -hmm. what is one of the dumbest things you've seen somebody do, or one of the funniest things? I'd say it was kind of a mix of 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 two and one. Um, going to uh going to boot camp in Great Lakes. Um, you know, like I think it was week three or something. We have swim calls. Obviously, you know, you're in the Navy. You're going to have to swim. So uh, our master chief and chief and everyone came walking in and they're like, all right, you know, today's the day that we do swim calls. Go ahead and get, you know, your gear and everything. And, you know, there was there was people that were actually sitting there and they were like, wait, we we've got to swim. And like all of us are like, what they think? It was the army. You're on right. a fucking like, boat. You join the navy. You're on a gray floating thing in the ocean. Yes, you have to swim, dumbass. That fucker goes down. Well, you're dead if you don't know how. That's what I'm saying. I just I don't get it. I mean, I wasn't okay. So the only difference between, well, there was a lot of difference between me and them. But I am a brown boot sailor. I'm a CB. So I don't go on those floaty things. Um, fuck that shit. <laughs> I had no intention of ever wanting to go on one of those. <laughs> um, so, and then I'd say the other the other fun one, and I'll 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 kind of uh, I'll kind of tell on myself uh, while being deployed. Um, we were uh, we had been deployed for a while, and we were getting ready to come home. And we had to do, you know, uh, what they can, what they call an, an ag wash, which is, you know, agricultural wash of all of our equipment before we could come back in through customs and everything else like that. So, uh, our command, um, got, you know, the locals out there to dump off a bunch of rock. Um, so we could spread it out that way we weren't tracking up mud or anything else like that. So I was running my dozer and I'm, you know, I'm pushing rock all over the place, keeping it level and, and whatnot. And, um, one of my uh, one of my superiors called me on the radio, and he was like, "Where are you at?" And I said, "You know, I'm balls deep in Natasha right now." Now, for those that know the Seabees, Natasha is the name of the dozer from the Fighting Seabees movie. 
The only thing that I had forgotten was that one of my chiefs, her name, her call sign on the radio was <laughs> Natasha. So, Uh-oh. me going out over the entire broadband, basically saying I'm fucking my chief, was not really the best thing that had ever happened. Because, holy shit, I saw first classes, chiefs, and lieutenants running down the fucking beach trying to get to me. Trying to figure out if I was really pushing a dozer around the fucking beach, or I was in a tent banging my chief. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> This is one I'd actually hadn't shared. Uh, uh, kind of going back on your uh, your swim qual story. I joined the army. You know, we sh- we shoot guns. So yeah, it's time or two. It, it comes around. Uh, I want to say week three or week four. Mm. We're out on the range, and up to this time, we'd been working on you know how to hold the rifle, how to get a good, good sight picture, how to do this, how to do that. And, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting there. I'm focused on what I have to do. Cause if I'm not, fo- if I'm focused on some, what else, whatever everybody else is doing, I'm not going to be focused on what I have to do. Right. Keep my head down, continue mission. And I overhear somebody. I actually have to fire live rounds out of this thing. No, no, we're shooting crayons. No, 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 we're gonna BBs. We're gonna shoot blanks. We're gonna shoot BBs. We're gonna shoot, you know, pop pop caps. See some paintball, man. You gotta love it. It's like it's some of the it's some of the it's some of the stupidest stuff that you find funny. That yeah, a a thousand percent, and it doesn't get any better the longer you're in. (laughs) Um. Jesus I did. Christ. I did twelve years, and trust me, I heard really dumb fucking questions. I can't believe that. Yeah. So, hey, additional question here: What made you actually choose the name? It was kind of a two-parter. Um, I I could have joined the army, um, but my father was a commanding officer in the army, and I was already told that once I got out of boot camp, I would be under his command. We all know that. how that goes. Nope. <laughs> nope. Especially when, when, when your father wears a star on his collar, you don't want to go to boot camp or uh, end up in his unit. So um, I was like, well, you know, whatever. Kind of let it go for a while. And then, uh, then 9-11 happened. And I'll, I'll admit it. I was a very pissed off American at that point. Um, but it took a couple of years and I did some research and this, that, and the other. And, uh, one of the, one of my favorite movies growing up that my dad showed me was the fighting Seabees and, uh, did a little bit more research, went into MEPS and, you know, literally walked through the door and told them, you know, I want to be an EO. I want to be a CB. If you can't make it happen, I'm fucking walking out the door. And lo and behold, I became a CB. Nice. I'm not sure if it was the greatest idea, but hey, I mean, I had fun. <laughs> uh, what was your time? I, I, what was your time in the Navy like? Cool. Uh, it was different. Uh, I joined the Navy at the ripe old age of 32. So I was already, you know, considered by, by many of them, you know, grandpa when I first got in there. As a matter of fact, my chief um, in boot camp, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, came up to me um, during inspection and he was like, he said something. I answered him. He goes, listen here, son. I said, I'm not your kid. 
And he looks at me, he's like, how old are you? I said, I'm 32. He goes, oh, shit, you're not my kid. I was older than him. Um, <laughs> so I, it, it was a, I had a really good time, but um, I think my time was a little bit different than a lot of other people's because I didn't come in as a kid trying to mature in the military. I came in already matured, already knew what I was doing, already, you know, this, that, and the other. I mean, I grew up in a military family, so military life wasn't that much of a shocker to me. So I think I had it a little bit easier than a lot of people. But then again, I mean, if you look at it from the other spectrum, I had it a little bit harder because I was the older guy and, you know, I, you know, my body was already running itself down while these, you know, 18, 19 year olds think that, you know, it's, it's great to throw on 200 pounds of of equipment and go running down the beach for five miles. And my body's going, dude, you just put your shoes on, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Meanwhile, my stuff's doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. You just sat up, <laughs> lay back down. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyes opened. You're tired. Go to, go to bed. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, what was I guess, uh, hmm? um, yeah. We asked that we asked this question last time, and I kind of want to I kind of want to get uh, Pool's reaction to this one too. Oh no! Yeah, that's uh, the one I was gonna say, but you can say if you uh, want. Go for it. Everybody that served in the military has their favorite MRE and their least favorite MRE. <sighs> oh yeah, I, actually, I think I know Pool's answer for his least favorite because I think he's mentioned it before to me. Oh, I'd like to hear this. Go ahead, Drex. Um, for some reason, I feel like it's. The omelet one or the Mexican one? It's the veggie omelet. It's fucking absolutely worst thing ever invented by anybody. And I'd like to meet the person that made it. <laughs> Heard you talk about this before. Because I want to punch them so hard in the junk. Um, now, favorites? Uh, two of them. Um, I, well, I mean, yeah, I guess, it, I guess it really depends on where I was deployed. Um, if I was deployed somewhere hot, um, the, the tuna fish MRE was actually really good. Um, cause you didn't have to cook anything, you know, it already came prepackaged and everything. You threw it in the tortilla and called it good. Um, but I mean, come on, it's the military. There's fucking chili Mac. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's the staple of fucking MREs. I've actually seen had new ones and I'm kind of like, eh, maybe. I what? actually had three. Oh no. Okay. Chili Max one, I know that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I agree with you on the tuna fish. Tuna was great. Buffalo chicken. Uh, okay. I'll I didn't have that. to use hot sauce. I didn't have to use hot sauce on that one. So I know, but I mean, <laughs> it, it didn't matter. You still had to use hot sauce. I mean, it was you know, it's it's kind of a given on everything that you eat. Um, so the buffalo mac or the buffalo is is good. Um. But it's one of those where you got to kind of mix it with other MREs to get the right flavor profile out of it. Yeah. It, in my opinion, I, I was never a cook, so I don't fucking know. But oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Rex? You ever tried any of them? Um, I haven't personally tried any real MREs. They're not cheap to get. At least no, no, they are not. They're Ooh, not. we're gonna. Have, Vic have brings up an interesting point. The the spaghetti. Uh huh. Yep. With the drink. See, I couldn't do the fucking drinks. I never could. There was a very select few that I could. 
I mean, like the electrolyte drinks, yes, but the shake couldn't fucking do it. I don't know how the fuck you did it, Vic. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get your address, uh, Rex. Um, I'll send you some MREs. I've got. All right. I've got cases of them. I mean, oh uh, shit. Uh, anyway, um, um, never Navy's mind. not watching this, right? No, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out long enough; they can fucking go away. All right, Paul. What's your favorite basic training story? Favorite basic training story. Ooh. Oh. Okay. So I see um, the light bulb. Yeah, yeah. I re- I I, <laughs> I remember this one. And uh, everybody hated me for it. So, uh, basic training or, you know, whatever, whatever it does. I guess it really doesn't matter what branch you're in. Um, you know, you're basically on a detox at that point. If you smoked, you're not allowed to smoke. If you drank, you know, obviously you're not going to have alcohol and basic training and this, that, and the other. Um, so not too, not too long after, you know, we go through what they call P days, which is just your processing days. You're not actually training. You're doing all your shots, your paperwork, administrative crap this, that, and the other. You do that for a little while, and then you actually go into actual training. Um, So, uh, got through P-Days, started our actual training, um, and uh, uh, I had one RDC. uh, He was ex-Army, and came over to the Navy, became what we call an Airedale. Uh, He worked on airplanes and, you know, aircraft carriers and stuff like that. Um, He he come walking up to me just out of the blue, and he was just like... uh, you're taking the trash out. Okay. Whatever. You know, and uh, went with him over to the dumpster, you know, through the the eight bags of trash that, you know, our division had, had accumulated in like four days. And I turned around and he shoved a cigarette in my mouth. And he's like, smoke this. Okay. No worries. No, I smoked it. So then, um, throughout entire boot camp, every Friday, I was in charge of going with him to throw the trash out to smoke a cigarette. I'm not complaining. It was my favorite memory of all of boot camp because I watched some people go through some really terrible fucking withdrawals from nicotine. And um, you were getting a weekly fix. Oh, I was. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. There there was there was times it was one, two. You know, I'm not going to say that. I wasn't standing out there for a long time, but I mean, it happens. (laughs) So I actually have an additional one that I didn't share uh, two weeks ago, Rex. All right. So for most people that actually got to talk to me a little bit, uh, know that I was actually held over in my basic training. Okay. I had a a hard time doing push-ups. Okay. So they were going to send, they were originally going to chapter me out because I couldn't pass the PT test. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, battalion commander and uh, sergeant major kind of looked at it and went, there's a lot of freaking holdovers here. Hey, how many of y'all, if you got another chance at the PT test, but failed it still, got and got to go to FTC, which, mm-hmm. lack of a better term, fat boy camp. Of course. Um, would take it. You know, I raised my hand, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I was held over for a little bit longer. And, you know, it got to the point where everything got approved. And I was doing, they had me start doing PT with the new trainees. 
Ooh. And it <laughs> came to climbing drill days. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I had to demonstrate how, how to, or how somebody has to act like a safety mm-hmm. with me on the actual bar. Okay. Now, at this point, I've been through 10 weeks of training. Right. I'm a little bit stronger than I remember. Yep. And I'm sitting there doing this climbing drill, and this, this, this scrawny little guy's holding my legs going like this. And pretty soon, I'm sprawled out like this, and my drill sergeant looks at him, goes, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> get the fuck to the back of the line. Lucas, I got you. Keep going. Absolutely. <laughs> Christ. No, I'll I'll walk away from that one. Now, now the, the, the sprints that I had to run afterwards kind of hurt. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. (laughs) But I passed my run with the 13 minute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our first run as a division in boot camp, um, our chief, you know, come walking up and he was like, you know, how about you guys all look like you're in pretty good shape. How about we run till we get, till I get tired. Fine. We started running around the track and we kept running around the track and kept running around the track until every fucking one of us was laying on the side of the track, puking our brains out. Then come <laughs> to find out the son of a bitch was a fucking marathon runner. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he waited so... until fucking graduation day and then brought that up. He was like, Hey, remember when we did that run and we're all like, yeah, we, we could probably get you now. And he was like, no, I actually have done the Boston marathon three times. And we're like, you're a dick. <laughs> yep. so, uh, fast forward AIT, right? Okay. Uh, I had a platoon sergeant that was a heavy runner mm-hmm. and had deal- dealt with some knee injuries. This was right around the time that I had torn my ACL. Right. Thankfully, I passed my PT test and then tore my ACL. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good thing. Because <laughs> I passed my two-mile run at, like, 12 minutes, 45 seconds. Okay. Um, so I, I uh, med, uh, the doc puts me on, on crutches, right? Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm... Profile, got it. Yeah. Yep. And... Well, I had no choice at this point. The the physical therapist looked at me and said, you either go on this profile or I kick you out of the army. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. I talk with my God. I, I talk with my hands, damn it. I was just like, that's so, the most fucked up salute I've seen in a while, man. Um, But, you know, I, I wake up for PT one morning because I still have to go out to morning formation. Of course. And I'm sitting at the back of the formation. This guy, uh, guy looks up at me and go- looks up at the platoon sergeant and goes, how come he doesn't have to do PT? This platoon tar- sergeant stops, looks at him, goes, how would you like it if I cut your knee open, ripped apart your ACL, and sewed you back together? Mm-hmm. Essentially telling him, shut the fuck up, mind your own business, and oh, do yeah. your warm-up drills. Yep, stay in your fucking lane, dude. Two months later, I found I I ran into him at my permanent duty station. Mm-hmm. Found out he tore his ACL in a car car accident. 
great. Did you ask him how, how come he wasn't running? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He, apolog- he apologized right then and there. Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> ACL terror is no fucking joke. And then offered to buy me a beer. There you go. Hey, take it. Free beer. Oh, I took it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that was also when I got to see uh, Skinner, Three Doors Down, and Luke Bryan live in concert. That's a hell of a At concert. a music fest. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, that was, I think, maybe 30 minutes outside of base. Oh, nice. And where was this at? Uh, Fort Rucker, Alabama. Okay. Very cool. This is down the road, not too far. It was a fun time. I got a good deal on the tickets, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buddy of mine goes, hey, just pay me 100 bucks, and you can have two three-day passes. Shit. Take it all day long. I, ju- I had just gotten paid, too. I'm like, for here you go. For a hundred fucking bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd have been like, um, yeah, no problem, bud. Jeez. But then I met my favorite NCO at that 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 same concert too. <laughs> <laughs> Did he know he was your NCO? Uh he was the barracks NCO actually. Oh, okay. And he worked at the towers on the same airfield that I worked. Okay. And, you know, a couple weeks down the line, he, he comes, knocks on my door and goes, hey, come on, I'm going to take you out for a beer. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, excuse me? <laughs> well, I don't even I... know you, dude. <laughs> but I'm going. Well, he, he, he gave me this, uh, this rule. It's like, when, when we're in uniform, you address me by proper rank and name. Of course, absolutely. It's like, without a doubt. Yep. When I'm out of uniform and you just see me walking about, mm. call me by my first name. Yep. It's like, I ain't here to do this whole, you know, pomp and circumstance 24-7. Yep. When I'm outside of uniform, I'm a regular guy just like you. Absolutely. That's how he became my favorite NCO. <laughs> it's it's amazing that, that you'll run into people like that that you know you, you there's 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 really two different types you either get the ones that are so fucking uptight and they're all about the fucking rank and you know everybody else is you know dog shit that's below them or you get the ones that are actually human you know when they're in uniform you address them the way they're supposed to be addressed they're out of uniform they could be your best friend you know or mm-hmm. someone that you could run to you know if you need help or or you need suggestions or Anything like that. Um, and it just... I mean, heck, I still talk with him. In fact, yeah, he absolutely. just recently got married. Yeah. He got a contracting gig over in uh, Kuwait. Oh, nice. As a air traffic controller. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah. So as long as he's not in Afghanistan trying to get any planes in and out of there, because holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh... So, go ahead, Rex. Um, Paul. I'm, I'm just pulling up. Yes, sir. Do you have um, any advice for someone just wanting to go into the Navy? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> two, two things. One, um, do your research. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, go in knowing what you want to do. 
Um, cause otherwise you, you know, you can go in with, you know, the idea that you want to be in the Navy, but you don't know what exactly job you want to have and you get stuck as a bosun's mate and you may hate it, but you're stuck. You know, you can try to cross rate to something else. Um, that doesn't always work out. Actually, wait a minute. I've got three. I just thought of one. Uh, number two, if you want to go in the Navy, wanting to be a Navy SEAL, um, have a backup because uh, if, if you don't know it, uh, most people don't make it through SEAL training and then they get shoved out into the fleet, not having a clue what to do after that. So have a backup plan. And number three, um, before you actually go to boot camp, get in shape. Don't, don't, don't think boot camp's going to get you in shape. It will, but if you go in just a tired, POS, you're gonna have the roughest fucking time in the world. That's that's that really, that's really all I've got is as far as any suggestion. Just you know, know what you're doing, have a backup plan, and get your ass in shape before you get there. That last one goes for just about any branch. Yeah, um, thousand percent, thousand percent. Because uh, I came into the army in decent shape, aside from the push-up thing. Right. You know, I was able to run. I was running sub six minute miles. Um, mm -hmm. You ask me to do that now, I'm going to laugh at you in your face. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was able to do sit ups. I was able to do some push ups. I I always faltered around four from where I needed to be. Okay. I mean, it's not that bad. No. Um. So it wasn't like I was a POS. So it, it was just like. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I have a little difficulty. I actually had a drill sergeant try and coach me through uh, mm -hmm. some stuff to do to actually help me, and I and I felt so bad when I took that retake of the P, uh, PT test because mm -hmm. I passed the push-ups, passed the sit-ups, and failed the damn run. Jesus! <laughs> by ten one seconds. Extreme to the next. <laughs> I failed the run by ten seconds. Jesus, Ooh. that's rough. Hey, you should have done what one of my chiefs did a long time ago. He did his run. Son of a bitch would take Viagra before his run because obviously it opens up your blood. But um, we, we made a joke out of it. Um, I was injured at the time, so I didn't take the PRT. So I was one of the ones that was standing at the finish line, you know, checking off, you know, their time when they came through. And one of my senior chiefs comes up behind me and he like puts his hands on the back of my shoulder. He's like, you might want to kneel down and look at the line. And I'm like, okay. He was like, because something, a part of him is going to cross before his body. He wasn't lying. The head of his dick crossed the rest of him. He come running down the fucking thing, full on raging hard on. And I, and I turned around and I looked at my senior chief. He was like, count it from when the other head came across. And I'm like, all right, cool. It turned out uh, he he made it by the head of his dick. Jesus <laughs> Christ! So, uh, AIT uh, was doing the the PT test, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, I had people rooting for me because they they they'd seen me struggle with the PT test time and time again, right? And you know, I actually had in the army. You're allowed to have what's called a pacer. You're allowed mm -hmm. to have somebody that's running with you that. Yeah. It's uh, and this is. 
and this is how I got that 12 minute, 45 second. Mm-hmm. I came down the home stretch. I was starting to get gassed. Like, and then I heard him, all of the platoon sergeants, mm-hmm. including the person that was timing it, start yelling. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you don't pick ass. up your fucking feet, you are going to run this entire post. Yeah. Yeah, that'll motivate you real quick. I was hungry, too. <laughs> <laughs> fat boy got to eat. <laughs> I wasn't fat at that time, though. I was. No, no. But you're like all of us. I'm sure that, you know, when it came to uh, PT days, you didn't eat anything before it. You didn't really drink much before it. Uh, you gave it your all. And then, you know, like I would do, I would go to fucking Taco Bell after the PRT and get like three or four crunch wraps, breakfast and just boom, boom, boom. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I went, I went to that freaking that, that, that the mess hall right after breakfast and oh, yeah, or, yeah. Right, or during breakfast. And I'm like, look, I need starch. I need protein. I need liquid everything <laughs> yep and i used to tell that to my junior troops because like you know coming up to weigh-ins you know a lot of people would starve themselves to to make their way in you know and then of course after uh after the weigh-in they would you know literally go to a fucking buffet and eat themselves damn near to death and i'm like don't y- y'all need to stop that shit you know because they would literally eat like that all the way up until the prt and then you know some of them would be sitting on the side of the road fucking puking their brains out and i'm like well, no shit. You put on 30 pounds in, like, fucking two days. Like, you're an idiot. I still yeah. remember the first post-run I ever uh, encountered. Yeah. And, and this was in AIT, and, you know, I, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping pace, and I, I just look off the side of my, my eye. I see, like, three platoons worth of people <laughs> on the side of the road just puking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Lo and behold, found out a little bit because some of them I actually ended up serving with. Right. It's like, or it's like, why are you puking? I was drinking the night before. Yep. I had a, I had one first class, <laughs> my first duty station. He was a second class, uh, E5. Um, every PRT, we'd, we'd pull into the parking lot, and he was still completely shit-faced. And chain smoking like crazy and blasting fucking Bon Jovi and outran the entire fucking battalion. Uh, Puke his brains out after he fucking crossed the finish line, go stumble over to his truck, drive home, change, come back to work. And I mean, I, I, I would just sit there and I'd stare at him. I'm like, I no, no, there ain't no fucking way I could do that. But Irvin. Yeah. Irvin was a fucking freak. Jesus Christ. All right. So uh we've talked about a few of the few things here and uh oh, you know yeah. some people are going to be kind of interested to know what made you get into content creation in uh in the first place. Um I think it was a combination of two things. Um you know, of course, anybody that that kind of wants to do something silly like this type of stuff, you know, you 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 make the mistake of looking at some of the bigger streamers and you're like looks easy it's not no it's not you know so i looked up to quite a few streamers and i was like i could do this you know and then i I was talking with my wife one time and i'm just like you know how much such and such makes doing this shit and she's like 
and why aren't you fucking doing it? I'm like, uh, <laughs> good question. <laughs> um, so I tried it, you know, I tried it out, uh, you know, streaming from an Xbox and, you know, didn't really know what the hell I was doing. And that just kind of went away for a while. And then um, streaming kind of became or, or rejuvenated because uh, between my PTSD and my social anxiety, I had no way of really trying to connect with anybody outside of the military community um, when it came to civilians or anything like that. I couldn't talk to them. I, I, I wasn't comfortable around them. Um, so I found out that streaming was a way for me to be able to get back in touch with society without having to do it face to face. So it really became more of a, uh, a therapy for me. As a matter of fact, my, one of my therapists, um, encouraged it when she found out I was doing it. She stopped into my stream one time and she was just like, you know, took notes and whatever. And the next session that I had, she actually said, she was like, you're a completely different person, um, compared, you know, face to face as opposed to what you do on camera. And she was like, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying you're more open to talk with people while you're on camera or while you're streaming than you are, you know, if I was out at the, at the grocery store at a dinner or something like that. So, um, it became, it became a passion of mine, um, because it was, it was my way back into to society away from, you know, our, our, our people, I guess you could say, or, you know, our brothers and sisters in the military, trust them mm -hmm. to death. You know, I, you know, I, I know that if something goes down, I can turn around and if there's veterans right there or active duty, we can all, that doesn't matter what branch we're in, you know, army, Navy, Marines, air force, whatever, we all got a job to do. We know how to do it. We can all come together to do that job. Um, whereas, you know, you, you look at some of the situations that have happened, you know, in the past and throughout the years where, you know, there's, there's a gunman or, or there's stuff like that. And, you know, and civilians have never dealt with that, you know, it becomes chaotic. Um, you know, whereas if, if, if it was something that we had to deal with, it would be a organized chaos. So that's, that's really almost it. extremely organized. It, it, it can be, it can True. be scary really quick. It really can. Be. Um, so kind of a follow up here, uh, before we get to the next kind of question. Yes, sir. Um, what are some benefits that you've actually gained from streaming in real life? Um, some benefits from streaming. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet quite a few people, um, and some and some really amazing uh, friends have come about it. Um, obviously the two of you, I'm not kissing your ass or anything else like that. You know, you, you got me on your show. I'm grateful, but, um, I, you know, I've, I've met, I've met you, I've met, uh, I've met Mac. I've met, you know, a lot of incredible, incredible content creators and, and fellow veterans. Um, you know, if it wasn't for streaming, I would have never known about Shellback Tech. Um, so th those friendships and those connections that have been made, because of streaming have become very important to me. Um, I have just, you know, some, some viewers that have become really, really close knit friends of mine. Um, to the point where, you know, I, I've got their phone number, they've got my phone number, you know, they know they can call me at any point. I, it's, you know, vice versa. It's, it's a two way street on that one. So, um, just, just the social aspect of it has, has benefited me quite a bit. Um, and I wouldn't change that for, for anything, you know, I, like I said, the people that you can meet and 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 this that and the other while doing this 
um, is probably one of the greatest rewards that you can actually have outside of, you know, being a, 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 a Dr. Lupo or something and making, you know, $20 million contract or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, you know? Um, <laughs> but hey, you know, it, it, it literally, it, it, it takes, you know, a couple of, of, of really good, you know, be in the right place at the right time. And you never fucking know what's going to happen. It's true. So if people wanted to find you, actually, where would they be able to find you? In Mississippi, uh, that's where I live. <laughs> uh, more, uh, more, no, moreover, <laughs> you can find me at twitch.com slash dead um, I uh, I used to stream six days a week. Um, unfortunately, I got really sick uh, in August and had to back off for a while. And unfortunately, it was about seven months. I'm just now coming back um to streaming so i've got to kind of pace myself get my my body back to you know being able to sit for long periods of times and whatever but hey here, you know come over it, here. It, come over here. If, if i gave up it wouldn't be worth it mm. um what games do you normally stream come see this uh, body right here I'm i know the answer guy. yeah well i'm i'm a, I'm a big first junior. person shooter um escape from tarkov oh, God, there's somebody running um games like that but um I kind of got a, a, a hook in me from Valheim. Um, I'm going to ice cream. So I've been streaming a little bit of that. I know it's not the most popular game. I'm sorry. It's my channel. I don't give a shit. I'm going to fucking do it anyway. Um, you know, play that, you know, for a few hours or, or something like that. And then, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll jump into, to one of the first person shooters, but that's, that's pretty much it. It's just, it's, it's first person shooters. And, you know, I, I, I laugh about it because, you know, Fourth of July, I, I can't do fireworks, so what do I do? I come in here, I turn my headset on, and I play Escape from Tarkov. You know, because fireworks may remind me of things of war and that I don't like, so what do I do? I play a war game and drown out the sounds of war. I, it doesn't make any goddamn sense <laughs> to me. I mean, fair. And uh, Vic, that was um, the fucking shout-out thing, because apparently it doesn't, it doesn't show the clips anymore, but it doesn't mute them either right now. Oh, you've got that bug. I have it oh. turned off, but it's still going off. Vic, you just play loud music. We will, I've done that. We'll fix that. Yeah. We will fix that, uh, Rex. Because uh, what I'm going to have to do is I'm actually build a new, uh, build a new overlay specifically for this. Oh yeah, true. And just not put those two uh, sources in. Uh, true, true. Uh, that's better off. Um. So yeah, we've hit, we've we we've had a lot of stuff, and now went now we're getting to that point where we just kind of BS and trade stories back and forth. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and you know, you get a chance to actually turn tables on like me or Rex or, mm -hmm. uh, kind of call it, call it kind of the reverse of the situation, if you Sounds will. Like a plan, yeah, absolutely. So Rex, <laughs> I got a question for you. What's up, man? How do you like Tarkov? I fucking love the game. I haven't played at all this wipe, though. It's a, it's a trash-ass game, isn't it? Uh, I mean, yeah. It can be at times. <laughs> I've been playing Tarkov. I've been playing Tarkov. This is my third wipe on Tarkov. Okay. So I'm not new to the game. I think we ended up getting it around the same time. Yeah. We just never played. <laughs> true. True. We just never played the fucking game together. So let me ask you this. What's the most frustrating thing? He's been playing PUBG, trash ass game. 
<laughs> so what's the most frustrating thing you find in Tarkov? Sniper scaff. <laughs> fucking hate sniper scaffs. Oh, you mean the asshole that can shoot from across the map? Yeah, yeah, those Accuracy. fuckers. Yes. That's with fair. with perfect headshots. Oh, every time with the worst ammo. Yep. Uh, da, 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 Hawk. Yeah. My question to you is when are you going to start playing some real ass games? <laughs> <laughs> this other than COD? Come on. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, COD. I, I, I've, sit, I I've sat there game. and I've, I, I've sat there and I've said, you know, I will play games that catch my attention. You have the if attention I gave, of a gnat. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure next week I will be playing something completely different. More than likely. <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, uh, to kind of follow on with that, I, I, I set out a goal for myself this year. I want to push myself a little bit more to develop different types of content other than first-person shooter. Okay. Uh, you know, I got into Pokemon a little bit more. And I don't know how you do it. I, <clears throat> it must just be because I'm old, but I don't know anything about Pokemon except for, you know, I know Pikachu and Charizard, and that's because of my son. Other than that, <laughs> I have no fucking clue. That's better. Um, but you know, I, I, like I said, I was talking to you about this, uh, I think a couple months ago around the start of the year, months. actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I've been wanting to push myself a little bit harder mm. than I have have in the past. Uh, it's just I got to make sure I have time with all the stuff that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Especially time to spend with Mrs. Hawkeye, too. Of which, course. By the way, thanks for helping her out on that, by the way. <laughs> no worries, man. I'm always here. If, they, if, somebody, if somebody needs something, you know I'm always here. True. I was dying laughing about it, though, afterward. After we got off the phone, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a good time, To be though. honest, yeah, her, her friend did end up getting things figured out. Uh, oh, good. From what I heard. Yeah. Um, are but you there are two, there are two, two different games that I will not play. Okay. I will not play a Battle Royale. That's fair. That's yeah, I agree, Rex. That's that's completely fair. Um, so so we're not playing Fortnite anytime soon, right? Damn, there goes my whole fucking idea. <laughs> Sorry, Desu, I'm not joining. I played show. like two matches yeah, of I'm Fortnite. Not even that on. <laughs> I played like two matches of Fortnite, and I'm like, yeah, this doesn't entertain me. Yeah, I played Fortnite uh, three times during uh, week one, season one. I played it once during season one, and I said, fuck this game. Yep, uh, my, high, my, my best was second place, and I was like, hey, I'm good. And that was before I did give... Play. I did give PUBG a hell of a chance in the past. But it's free to play. Why not give it a shot? Yeah. Because I paid like 25 bucks for it in the past, I'm still kind of pissed about it going free to play. Yeah, I mean, you know, I spent, <laughs> I spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, and now it's free. <laughs> So yeah, no, I totally get it. <laughs> I played, but I spent quite a bit on Destiny as well. Yeah, it's one of those things time. where the the pace of the matches in like PUBG or Warzone and stuff like that, I it doesn't hold me. 
So are you more of a, of a you know, straight W key player or are you more methodical with what you're doing? I tend to switch back and forth. Uh, like with TDM on COD, I, mm-hmm. I can be methodical, but stuff's still going fast enough right, to where it holds me. <laughs> Vic, W key. <laughs> See, and, and that's, that's one of the things like with, with, with Tarkov, a lot of, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, derogatory towards anyone that plays COD because y'all picked a trash ass game anyway. Um, but Tarkov is not, you know, one of those where you, you straight, straight out W key all the combination time. of methodical and straight W. Absolutely. I still and, remember and, one of my favorite clips from you. Oh no. Which one was this? Was it, was it when you I go to, grenade? Yeah. When you go to open the door and you accidentally hit your grenade key and you're, the last yep. thing we hear you say is, well, Bye-bye. good night. Yep, and not only that, but I closed the door behind me. That way, I couldn't get out of the. <laughs> yep, yep. I remember that one very well. I walked into the room and I heard the grenade, and I was like, "Well, fuck it!" And I closed the door and laid down, and was just like, "Goodbye," and then boom, that was it. Um, uh, that yeah, no. Did you see the one? Well, I don't know if you were there when the first time me and Mac played together. I went to open. I opened. I went to open one of the doors at, at Ice Cream on Customs, and I dumped a grenade right there and blew us both up. <laughs> I think I was in the car and on my phone when I saw that. And if we yep. all know Twitch on the phone, it likes to buffer. Oh, quite a bit. And I mean, you know, I, I I hear you dumped the. I heard you dumped the grenade. Yep. And, and then, then I tried then, to run, and then it was just we were done. Then I well, guess any wheel of death. And then, and then Mac finally told me he was like, switch it from G to hitting it double G. That way, you know, because obviously F and G are right next to each other. Yeah, F's to open the door. I fat fingered the shit out of it, and then all of a sudden I'm dumping nades. So luckily, you know, Mac gave me some uh, really good advice, and uh, I I don't do that anymore. I fuck up other ways. <laughs> so easy to fuck up in that game now. Oh my god, it's so brutal. And, and I'll tell you what, though, the one thing that, that that has happened now with that new inertia that's been brought into the game, oh, I'm loving the hell out of it because all those, you know, I uh, love and hate it. A and D fucking COD players are screwed because you cannot fucking jiggle peek doors anymore. Nope. It's okay. It's okay. Over half the time, those actual COD players that don't even try to learn the game get shot by a sniper scav. Yeah, they do. Or or they get one tap by a, a shotgun scav halfway across the map in the face. Or but then again, get... the last time I tried to play Tarkov, like I said before we even started this, I was going through a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you like, ever want to try again. Little, little background history there. The, the, the place that I was living mm-hmm. was practically falling apart around me. Oof. The hunter scabs so, scare you, Vic? They scare everybody, buddy. Fucking you know, We were looking at moving. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other stuff that I can't exactly get to right. on here, but, you know, well, if you, you guys want to learn more. You played at one time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, if you ever, you ever want to dive into it, I'd, trust me, I'm sure Rex would be the first one to, to raise his hand. I'd raise my hand and, and, and let you fucking carry me. Or, or I was talking to you, Rex. Um... <laughs> 
I'm not carrying but shit. I, I, because but we know I'm going to get shot. Players. I ain't carrying shit. I don't know what you're talking about, Dad. <laughs> put that raid backpack on and fucking put me in it. Let's go. <laughs> don't even know how the maps by heart. I only know Shoreline, really. And Customs. So I'm, I'm getting better at all the maps, but, you know. I don't know many of the maps. Obviously, I know that one by heart, but the other ones I'm getting really good at. Um, sure I, did take, I did take one of the things that you had actually told me when the game was actually bought for me. Pretty Go much. Go offline and learn it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, thousand percent. And I was trying to, to do, do that, that, but, you know, when I, when I was switching computers, I haven't really gotten around to in, installing everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So. Very cool. So now my next question for the two of you. What made you want to do the podcast? Oh, it was my I'm gonna let Rex. Yeah, it was my idea on the podcast. So I've been wanting to do for about a year or two now. I just have it because work schedules and shit. And now that I have an actual base work schedule, I can't schedule shit like this. Right. But ultimately what made me want to do is that I'm friends with so many of you guys as that. I have too mm. many vets that I'm friends with, Jesus Christ. But is there really too many of us? No, there's never too many. <laughs> no, there really there really is too many of us fair but um it's just the stories and experiences you guys have are all so i like listening to them and hearing them okay also vets have bad rep out there in the world and half the time most people fucking talk shit about vets and it's good to have their voices heard more this is true this is true so just to give to, vets to put more my two an outlet to put my two cents cents in here, um, I noticed that I've been out of the military for about five years now. I've noticed something with veterans. Uh, when it comes to a one-on-one, -on -one, people veterans don't typically like to open up and share kind of the the funny stories and stuff like that. So, the reason I actually agreed to help uh, Rex with this podcast mm -hmm. was. You know, I'm a vet myself, and, you know, sharing stories back and forth could actually promote that, okay, you know, he's sharing a funny story, maybe I should share a funny story, and it right. kind of gets that little competition going. I always you some doozies. <laughs> I think it's more of, it just opens those lines of communication. I ultimately mm -hmm. wanted a um, co-host, a veteran as a co-host. Okay. Because other fact is, it will help have some more vets feel more open and stuff too than just like some it. random and, person that's a civilian and right. uh and rex has already told me that he he's going to turn the tables on me oh i am turning the tables on you <laughs> and if he I checks his phone if he checks his phone uh i sent him a uh, discord dm hey uh -oh. you don't get to decide when if that's what it's about <laughs> I get to decide that. Info. I was, I was, pro I was providing an idea. I see your idea, but maybe I don't want your idea. Who knows? I think that's. Fair. I have one to follow it up on. <laughs> I think the comment in uh, chat's very fair and and definitely yeah. on point. Albus, that was actually a very good comment there. That is true. Um. Because, I mean, before before we did this, you know, I sent you, Hawkeye, a message. You know, there were certain things that I was unwilling to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't sure which direction the podcast or the, the questioning was going to go. 
So I just wanted to put those out there, you know, just to be kind of like, hey, I can't go in this direction, you know, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we haven't gone anywhere close to that direction, and 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 that's awesome. Well, I I didn't want... I kind of I kind of put it to to Rex this way when 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 him and I first got together about this is like right. You know, there's just certain stuff that people won't talk about. I didn't yeah, want to go you know. too deep in the military side either. Of course, of um, course. You know, we're we're mainly getting like veteran content creators first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the reasons reasonings behind why they started you know right. co- uh, creating content and what keeps them going right as far as creating content right um uh, i think it i think that's something that you and uh what you shared is actually something that you and i share in common mm-hmm. is you know the form of therapy that it actually uh provides it does it 100 percent does that for a lot of bits uh, cause you know, if I wasn't creating content, uh, let's just put it this way. If my wife sent me out to Walmart without me creating content, uh, yeah. As long as we don't have a hostage situation, I think we're good. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, there might be a bail money situation, but well, not a hostage situation. I mean, when the SWAT team gets called in, that's a whole different fucking ball game. Don't want to swat door at your swat at your door. That leads to not good. I shit. mean, you know, you know, you never know. I guess it depends on how much ammo you have. So, where where are you guys looking to see this grow to? What would uh, okay, let me let me rephrase that? What would you like this to grow into? Basically, getting veteran stories out there. Okay. What? Whether it be content creator and stuff like that, that that that's what I took from. Eventually, Rex when he brought this. Eventually, Bro- I want to obviously get maybe some kind of active duty ones on as well. Eventually, mm-hmm. and eventually, if it goes well, maybe branch out the first responders as well in the future. Okay. Because again, they also have the same amount of stories and shit. Absolutely, absolutely. So now, have you guys reached out to any of the the e organizations that that are around military, around veterans, and and, and active duty? I mean, we've reached out. To I have back. a couple. I've reached okay. out to shout back. I have a couple content. Uh, I have a couple contacts in like regiment stuff like that that That's I can possibly reach out to. Was regiment and then now Valhalla. Shellback will be on one of the future episodes. Oh, absolutely. And and he's a great one to have on. Yes, he is. Um, I have a I have a couple contacts in another organization called A and G. Okay. Um, that was started by veterans and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. you know, I I'd, I'd personally like to suggest. I have one connection and an organization called Stack Up. They're another. They're another military one. Yeah, I think I have heard of them. Um, but essentially, correct me if I'm wrong, Rex. It's it's just getting stories out there, basically yeah. trying to trying to change the narrative that some people have uh, with with veterans. Not only that, right. I, just, I just love talking to you. Yes, you're great to talk to. <laughs> my only friends are veterans. I don't know what you're talking about. Like my only friends are veterans here. Just saying. So so um, so you're saying you're, it's just a bunch of good friends together. Yes. <laughs> I like it. 
I like it. And it's kind of the same similar direction of uh, another podcast that I'm running. Mm-hmm. But we won't talk about that here. Uh-oh. <laughs> that can't be good, because, I mean, let, let, let's be honest, Hawk. You get your head wrapped around something, you don't back the fuck off of it, and then you kind of get consumed by it. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It, he really Pull does. up the ADHD in me. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> he really does, though. <laughs> yep, yep. He you're 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 one of those guys that you know once once you're locked in on something you go you know your head's down you're focused you drive right at it and then all of a sudden you know you you realize that you've you've you know lapsed and forgot like 90 percent of the shit that you're supposed to be doing already uh, yeah. yeah yeah that's how you stream so uh, well exactly <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. that's why i have four four or five monitors because I'm the same way. I'll be playing a game and, and then I'll look off, look off somewhere and I'll forget what the hell I'm doing. That's why I've got all this shit sitting up right here. So I know, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be fucking doing this. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm tracking several different streams right now. And, uh... <laughs> I just read Albus's comment. Oh, you want to, okay. So you want to <laughs> talk about it. I, I'm making it real easy. This is how I know what I'm doing. You guys are on three screens. Jesus. So no matter which direction I look, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, hey, look, I'm on a podcast still. Exactly. <laughs> why Why am I sitting in front of this fucking camera? Oh, yeah, those two guys. I forgot. Um, but we also evident... Uh, I ran this idea by, uh, by Rex... Uh, before we even launched, is uh, eventually having some of the past guests come back on and say, and kind of give like an update on their content and stuff like mm -hmm. that. You know, make it more content uh, content based because obviously your background story is going to be covered in in your first episode. Right, right. As of right now, you know, we do every other week. Eventually, maybe change it to... I want to change it into every week, possibly. Yeah. Just right now, I want to get solid base events before I even do that. Well, and I think if you if you reach out to some of these organizations, you know, Regiment, Valhalla, you know, things of that nature, I think it, I think it could absolutely turn into, you know, a weekly, you know, event. Mm -hmm. But see, I, I, I want to counteract uh, Albus's point here. Okay. Um even though, you know, we're we're getting uh veterans from different branches from like say what I'm in, it's still easy to share, you know, funny stories, you know. Oh yeah. Stupidest stu stupidest stunt that was ever pulled in basic training. I mean, I shared one last or I shared one last episode with Brent mm. about one guy in my one guy in my uh company even in my platoon fell in with the wrong company yep i've seen that happen before because you know my basic training the chow hall was split by two different companies oh yeah yep. and it was day one so <laughs> you know imagine what happens to an 18 19 year old uh individual that's yep. scared out of his mind and doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had 
<coughs> we had something similar. The Navy came out with this brilliant fucking idea when they changed our uh, one of our working uniforms from what we used to call the Johnny Cashes, which were the black uniform with the tie. Uh, one of the sharpest uniforms the Navy's had. They switched it over to what they call the peanut butters. We kind of look like Marines. You know, we've got the peanut butter T-shirt, the black slacks, this, that, and the other. Well, they uh, they came out with uh, collar devices for E3 and below. And um, as an E2, you get two hash marks in silver on your collar. The fuck does that look oh. like to anybody else? <laughs> so uh, I was in I was in a school. You know, I was learning how to do my job in uh, Fort Lost in the Woods, Misery, and we were in our peanut butters. Uh, me and, and a friend of mine. I was an E one. He was an E two. He had his collar devices on. So we walked into the the chow hall, or in the mess, and you know we were there with Army, Marines, Air Force, Navy. So the Marines turned around and saw him standing there. Well, there's two shiny bars on each one of his collars. So all these Marine, you know, these, these fresh new Marines are like, sir, go to the front of the line, you know, and he did. He was like, oh, thanks. He got up there. <laughs> he got up to the front and one of our instructors was standing there getting his food. So he, <laughs> he walks up and the instructor's like, you know, construction and blah 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 what are you doing up here oh the, the the marines were nice enough to let me up here and the instructor turns around and he looks back at him and he's like why the fuck did you let him up here and they're like well he's an officer sir and he's like no he's fucking not and he's like he's a little fucking e2 piece of shit and he turned over to my buddy and he was like you've got five minutes to get your food you've got three minutes to eat it and you've got four minutes to get your ass to the volleyball court because i'm gonna beat the shit out of you for the next three hours and he did PT'd him till he damn near died. And I stood there and he came up to me and he was like, why didn't you go to the front? And I said, well, one, I didn't have bars on my fucking collar. And two, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, some people are just, uh, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> so when are we going to play fucking Tarkov? That's my next question. We'll get dark up each other eventually. Okay, okay. Just had to make sure. Don't worry. What happened? We can coast your as well later. Oh, God. <laughs> Isn't that the fucking worst idea ever? I know, right? I've already streamed it once. It was a probably interesting oh, see, idea. I've, I've this wiped, um, started maining just a scav. Ooh. So, you know... Uh, it's it's real easy to make money as a scab, but True. you know you don't get the PMC fun. Yeah, well, it, not only that, but you don't have all the uh, you know you can't just load up your scab every time you want to. You know yeah. you've got that that whole dead dead area in there. Have you ever like been there. cultist hunting? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's fuckers hurt. Cultists are the greatest thing. I hate them, especially you run into them on skeleton. Oh yeah, and customs. Oh yeah, they're the best right there. Oh wait a second, I'm looking at this real quick. Switching our old camouflage to digital was going to help anybody out in climate. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. So you know my my old uniform, my digital uniform, kind of looked like we well we called it the pack uh, pickle factory uniform. 
because um, it was just the, the worst fucking green that the Navy could ever dream of. And why we went to digital, I couldn't tell you. Could not tell you whatsoever. Did you show camo? What's that? I, that sounds like a horrible idea. Oh, it's it, God. It's it's disgusting looking. I don't even know. Does it even I, look give real? Me, give me one second. Let me look. And we got that Sipu going to his closet of fun. Does it look real? Not really. Eh, not really. It looks fucking horrible. Looks like a digital camo they throw on fucking cod guns. Oh, it's it's horrible. Yeah. I give me back my old fucking woodlands and let me be happy with my life. <laughs> they were like wearing PJs every day. Most comfortable fucking uniform I ever wore. What is the weirdest MRE combo that you've done? The weirdest MRE combo? It's enough. People keep saying they can find MREs together and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You definitely can. Um, so I did... Where were we? Uh, it, was, it was during... It was during the CD birthday, so it was in March. Um, and those are still going off? <laughs> aren't they supposed to? Not during the podcast, but... Oh, okay, okay. Um, so I think I did a, a Chili Mac with... I want to say it was like a, a, a turkey and gravy one that they had, but it had mashed potatoes and... Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was a Salisbury steak one. Um, so I did the mashed potatoes from that, and then we were trading MREs with the Germans and the Canadians. So the Canadians had uh, real loaves of bread in theirs, and the Germans had real German chocolate. So we got this brilliant idea that we could make uh, a out of the bread and chocolate didn't work by the way <laughs> fucking turned into soup but then uh my buddy poured it on tortillas and tried it and he handed it to me and it's probably one of the best things i'd ever tasted and i don't know why now, it worked now it's weird i want to change directions here because i came back into that conversation I, I i i apologize i had to take a phone call it's fine there's some uh pretty urgent stuff that's going on in my actual family so no worries man. all good um so we we you were talking about weird mre combination weirdest mre combo you've had yep. one way uh i don't really say that i've actually had one aside from you've never mixed uh, an mre aside from actually bewindling somebody out of their main entree okay. with the buffalo chicken <laughs> and i think i had the meatball a meatball's not bad you just have to crush it up and you know i sat there and mashed the freaking meatball mre and put both yep. of them in there and just that'll work now have you ever because i know it happened to us quite a few times we had we had some really old mres to the point where, you know, you open the M&Ms and it's powder. They're no longer solid. Not, not quite that old. Oh, ours were. I had, I had MREs that were old enough where the M&Ms mm -hmm. literally, 
I would press with not even two pounds of pressure. Yeah. And no, this one literally we opened it up and powder came out of the fucking uh, M&M bags. Seems healthy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then and then they looked and they were like, "Oh, these are like 12 years expired." We're like, "Yeah." And we've got 19 K, uh, pallets of this shit and this is what we're supposed to live on for the next 6 months. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, asshole. So so uh getting back to my actual question here. What are some weird food combinations that you've actually enjoyed? Now, are you talking food or MRE or just food in general? Food in general. Okay. So I, I have this guilty pleasure, thanks to my father. Um, I enjoy peanut butter with my cereal. Um, take a scoop of peanut butter, put it on the bottom, put your cereal on top, put your milk on it. Also do the same thing with ice cream. I have to have peanut butter with my ice cream. I don't know why. My dad's an asshole for it. <laughs> um and then uh i tried i tried one time to to do an uh i guess you could call it like an asian burger so basically i made general tao's chicken and then i made it into a patty and i was drunk shut the fuck up (laughs) um and then i thought it was a good idea to make it into a burger no, no, don't, don't, don't add ketchup <laughs> and mustard and cheese and lettuce. It doesn't fucking work. It's horrible. Now, uh, one of the ones that I, I, I blame my grandfather for this. Okay. A hundred times over. Uh, rest his soul, though, but still his fault. One of the weirdest food combinations I've ever had that somehow seemed to work in my brain was grilled cheese with sugar. It's disgusting, and you need to repent. <laughs> no, okay, so I have to ask you a question. On your grilled cheese, what do you use on the outside of the bread to cook it up? Do you use so, I used to use butter. I got turned on to using mayonnaise. Though. Thank you. Okay, okay. You're an actual human being. Thank you. I fucking hate mayonnaise. I know, but God, does it crisp up the fucking bread beautifully. Mayonnaise crisps up the bread without destroying the bread like butter yep. does. Yep. Mm. And you don't need much of it either. Good to know. No, you really don't. Must be butter, no mayo. Angel, we're going to have to talk. Vic, you guys have to actually try it before you actually say no. Now, I will tell you this. If you're going to use mayonnaise, use mayonnaise, not like fucking Miracle Whip, because then your shit becomes fucking sour. That sounds even more horrible. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I made that mistake one time, and I, I, no, never going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Vic, I can kind of see where Vic's Vic's going with. Mm-hmm. If you let the butter get up to like room temperature, it of doesn't course. destroy the bread as much. Right. Well, I mean, you're not going to take fucking you know ice chilled fucking butter and throw it on it. It doesn't work. Well. <laughs> so Rex, it tears what that. Your, it... What is your fucking weirdest combination? My weirdest combo. Yes, sir. Try and think here on the weirdest combo because I've done a lot of weird things i mean uh, so have i but that 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 the one that i there's I chose one thing that one, one thing yeah. that one of my uncles loves to make 
is fucking maple syrup nachos. He has nachos and he makes them with venison and he puts maple syrup on the nachos. So it's basically maple syrup, venison, nachos. I understand the maple syrup with venison. Yes, it. That I I thousand percent understand. (laughs) I've had it before. It's fucking horrible. It's the nacho part that I'm really fucking disturbed by. (laughs) (laughs) You and me both, Paul. I mean, has he has he been checked out by doctor? Um, many times. Um, Psychologists. <laughs> not sure on that one. But I mean, he... are we talking about an actual Sheldon moment here? So no, he where will, I'm he... not crazy. My mother had me te- tested. He will literally um buy my homemade maple syrup just to do it with nachos. That oh. Well, I made a fantastic dinner tonight, and I don't even <laughs> want to fucking touch it now. <laughs> God damn, I'm sick to my stomach now. So, you know, one of the best... Uh, I can't even... <laughs> so what had happened was... Yeah, no, okay, no, let me re- let me look, rephrase there's, this. There's no conversation you can get to from fucking uh, maple syrup nachos. It's kind of the end all of everything. <laughs> we only got a few minutes left anyway, so uh, it's kind of time. It's kind of time to start wrapping uh, wrapping things up. I mean, you know, yes, there's sir. not there's not much else that we have to actually discuss. Okay. Um, no, not after fucking nachos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's turn the tide here a little bit and go. <laughs> favorite foods. Favorite foods. Um, I enjoy seafood, um, all kinds, and uh, Chinese food. Now, when you call, when you say Chinese food, what what particular is your go-to dish in Chinese food? See, that depends. It depends on where I order from. If I'm ordering from like a traditional Chinese restaurant, I'll go with like General Chow's chicken and um, you know some some dumplings or goiza or whatever you want to call it. If I'm going for you know Thai food or things like that, then I go you know anywhere from a curry to a pad Thai. So I, I mean, it really I go with the pho. Really depends. The, the, the pho on, on on Thai food. I yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do a lot of like chow fun and things like that too. I haven't had many much Chinese food just because my my family isn't big on Chinese food. So the only real Chinese food I've had is some orange chicken and egg rolls. Which I mean, orange chicken isn't bad at all. No, you know, especially I don't know. It depends really if they use the the white sesame seeds or if they use the toasted blacks. Hmm. I tend to go more towards like a lo mein. Okay. On. On when it comes with uh, when it comes to Chinese food, mm-hmm. uh, either a pork or a chicken. I had chicken the last the the last time, and it was actually really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, my favorite food is got to be steak if it's cooked right. I was going to say, it really depends on how it's cooked. It really depends. And I'll share this story real quick. Uh, my wife took me out to Texas Roadhouse. 
when we okay. used to live up in New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sitting how I usually sit, you know, where I can see the exit and, you know, I can keep an eye on just about everything. Right. And, you know, I had a, I had my hearing aid in. And, you know, I hear somebody coming coming up that the hostess was seating and they ordered a uh, custom steak from mm-hmm. from them. And they the hostess well asks, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's like, well done, and can you bring extra ketchup? And I wanted to jump over the freaking banister and kill them. Okay, so my question on uh, to, to follow up on that, what do you put on your steak? If it's a perfectly done steak, I don't use anything. Okay. If there's room for improvement, I use A1. Fair. If I can't get A1, I use Heinz 57. Put fucking steak sauce on a steak no matter what. I'll do like a blue cheese dressing, like a, a, a nice dressing to layer it, or like a, a, a garlic dressing. But other than that, it's salt, pepper, and garlic. That's it. Fucking mm. let it run. If I cook the steak myself, salt, pepper, garlic, mm-hmm. and I cook it no further past medium. Right. Right. And then and sometimes I'll baste it with like a rosemary butter. Either rosemary butter or garlic butter. Mm-hmm. If I if I run out of garlic. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about you, Rex? Uh, my favorite would be... I have too many favorites, but um, I like deep-fried alligator. Deep-fried okay, alligator. I've had good. that. I've actually had that. It's really good. It is. I don't get it often since I live in Minnesota, so I can only get it at, like, fairs. Oh, yeah, no, you're done. <laughs> the only time I can get it at fairs, but when, this, when I see it, I get it. Oh, hell yeah. I, see, I live in Mississippi. I'm right next to fucking gator country. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, so it's plentiful. Kind of closing up here. Go check out Dead Sea Pool on Twitch, and go check out uh, One Way Hawkeye on Twitch. Absolutely, this ain't my show. So what? <laughs> I mean, you're on it. Shut up. You're the co-host. <laughs> go check out One Way Hawkeye on Twitch too. Maybe his bitch has to stop playing Pokemon once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. If I stream tomorrow, it will be something. Yep, it's gonna be fucking Pokemon. Just so you guys know, I mean, he's he's entertaining. The game's not. I mean, I spend half of my time. We could try to make it um Tarkov. Where we want to, we can really try to make it Tarkov. We might be able to. I'll have to see what's going on tomorrow. Go ch- uh go check the podcast out on Spotify. Uh, give it a follow if you have Spotify. Yep, if you haven't seen and episode one yet as well, you can watch it there. Look at your DMs, Dad. All right, I'll take a look at it, Vic. Rex. Yeah. Here's the question of the night. What's up? Do you want to raid out, or do you want to just end? Um, I don't know who I want to raid out to. We've got quite a few people up and going. I'm sure we all follow quite a few of the same people. Oh, trust me. Oh, I see one that could really use the... 
see a past guest us live. I was just going to say that. Okay, Vic, we got to talk. That looks amazing. <laughs> Holy Lord. No, we can write into the past guest. Why not? That is completely up to you. I'm just the co-host. I'm just the guy here. Which, by the way, we need to put you on that role. Yes, he's now past guest. Yay. No, we don't care about him anymore. He's not a past yeah, guest. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm nothing. Yep. Oh, guy, told me. So, so what? So what? Chat doesn't know is when this is all over with, um, they completely disown us and they never <laughs> talk to us again. It's really fucked up. Yeah, I'm blocking oh, you on I'll all platforms. You tomorrow. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah we're just well, gonna block you on all platforms. It's, it's been a ton of fun. It really has. Uh, two weeks. Uh... I have no idea who my next guest is either. That's why I was saying go ahead and turn the tables on me. So another thing I'll give you guys a little heads up on now that I know we're not streaming anymore. Yeah. Um, I did reach out to, uh, I don't know if you guys know him, but someone by the name of the pool shark. I've heard. He is a big veteran streamer on Facebook. My name is Matt okay. King King, and I love your uh, also, face. You know, Welcome on into the madhouse. And Dr. also, Lupo and Darkness 49, Dr. Disrespect, you uh, name him. Uh, Purple Heart recipient. Uh, I'm definitely a fucking powerhouse when it comes to um, the veteran community. If you can. So I've reached out it, to him. I'm going to see what I can do, see if there's, cool. uh, if, if he would be willing to All right. sit down with you guys. Welcome on in, everybody. If he, uh, if you can put us in contact, that'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I would. Now, here is here is what I was actually thinking when I said, "Go ahead and turn the tables on me." Completely. And I want to get Rex's opinion. Okay. Have you reappear? Have me. Why the hell would you want this fucking mug back on here? <laughs> because you have a way of actually getting me to spill more than I actually feel comfortable spilling. And you're talking two weeks from now? If he agrees to turning tables I mean, it, on me two weeks from now. up to you, Rex. This is, this is your deal. I know. I'm trying to figure out when I want to turn the tables on one way. I mean, we well, can do it what, whenever you guys want to do it. I would be down to fucking to, to, to help you guys turn the table on. All right. Now, in two weeks, it could be, you know, whenever. So one way, what's your idea about sauce and chasing it to every week? I like the idea. I don't think we're there yet. Let me be fair. We don't have a we don't have a. Big enough. I need to uh, ask more vets still. Right. One of the biggest ones of Entourage that you could actually ask is, uh, or not Entourage is his name. But yeah, you're talking regiment. Yeah. One of the biggest per people out of regiment that I could actually possibly ask is Entourage. Yeah. And I can set him. I can set him up. Uh, I can send him a DM on. Twitch and stuff like that. Another, another, and see if he can sit down. 
another up and coming streamer through regiment that you may want to reach out to is uh ak-47 whiskey uh, she's a female veteran so that would be uh really cool to get your you know to be able to talk with her as well it would be um because the and, person you I was... know that was something that i was actually going to uh going to bring up to to rex is you know the person we don't i was going to You guys are Rex, talk you go first. About every two fucking <laughs> okay. Um. So the person that I was talking about, um, the about stack up, stack up, um, that organization. Um, I know one of the co-founders on there because they follow my Twitch. Oh, nice. They actually started following me after the first episode of the podcast. Oh no shit. Which Shellback introduced me to him. Shellback's the one that had him follow the Twitch and stuff. Now, I'm wondering something, Rick. What's up? I want to see. I want to see your opinion on this. Hmm. What would you think about when we do the Shellback episode, getting the CTO of Shellback Tech on as well, and doing a two two guest kind of uh, deal? We could do that. We could not be a bad idea. We could definitely do that. But I you know, because Ryan's have two cents on that. Hmm. You're 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 looking for to to find out more about you know the 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 guest. Like I, I guess you could say. Um, and being that you've already had two of these go off with him being the primary um charity. Maybe just you know stick with him and then maybe at another date either you know them together or just the cto himself mm. that's 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 kind of what i was thinking because you know it would be kind of nice to actually have travis on as the founder himself of course to keep you know i'm i'm talking you know future episodes you know oh, okay. get them both together yeah. or you know get the other one and then get them both together my right. viewers um, my viewers keep hearing Chelback's name so might as well get him on there they keep hearing about him it's because of the episode one we had a full optic on Shellback. oh no shit <laughs> <laughs> we went a little bit light on Shellback this time yeah mm -hmm. i mean you had a heavy first episode on it so i mean there's no reason to just keep oh um, no literally 30 minutes of the podcast was about Shellback. Oh, I'm sure. And there's plenty to talk about. Yep. And this went off a lot smoother than the last time. Now, what I would actually suggest to... What I would actually suggest to Rex 